Welcome to a Locked on Titans postcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, I'm going to be giving you my instant reaction, my raw takeaways to the Titans' 20-0 victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Let's roll. You are Locked on Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team Every day. Titans fans, it was another one of those games where it wasn't pretty, but it was beautiful. The Titans absolutely had to have this victory over Jacksonville, not only for the the, the present. Time. The Titans need positive momentum. They're coming off a two-game losing streak, coming out of the bye against the worst team in the NFL in Jacksonville, and boy, did they prove that on Sunday. So everything about this moment right now, the vibes around the team, the Titans needed this win, and they needed it in the fashion that they got it 20 to nothing. It was never close. It was never in doubt for the Titans, so they needed that. But this was also a big win for the future. For the Titans, they're getting ready to go down the home stretch of this season. And the Titans played some great football early on. They hit that lull in the middle where the offense has played really bad, like against the Rams. The offense did not play well, but the Titans' defense was so dominant. So there, although it was a good win, some, some lingering feelings there, not a great performance. Again, another one of those wins for the Titans that wasn't pretty but was beautiful uh, going against the Saints. Then you get the two-game losing streak, and heck, that loss to the Texans may as well have been worth four losses with the way that it felt losing to that terrible team at home. The loss to the Patriots, even though the game was closer than the score indicated, it it still felt bad. And then you go into the bye with all those lingering feelings. It felt like this Titan season is really off track of what it was just a few short weeks ago. So again, this win so important to change that momentum for the home stretch, get the Titans in, in a in a mindset where, hey, we're getting our guys back. This is a team that can win it all. We can do these things despite all these injuries. And Kevin Byard had a quote after the game that that really stuck out to me. He said, quote, we had a lot of fun out there today. That is just so important. We are talking about a child's game and playing with joy and energy and positivity is so important. And that's the way that the Titans played football for the beginning of the season. So they need to get that joyous feeling back. It goes hand in hand with the holiday season. Of course, the Titans really just need to get back in a positive momentum, get back in a positive state. And I think that they took their first step to do that with this win against Jacksonville, 20 to nothing again, Jacksonville is absolutely awful. Uh, I know some people don't agree, but I really feel for the players there. All those reports coming out this week about Urban Meyer, standoffs with his coaches, and he even admitted to Fox's Jay Glazer that he called his assistant coaches losers and sat them down in a meeting and made them say, exactly what their resume was and what they've ever won because he's a winner and they're losers. I mean, it is just an absolute clown show in Jacksonville. So the Titans needed to win this game, and it couldn't be one of of those close ones. It couldn't go down to the wire where the Titans are playing down to the competition, playing down to a bad team. The Titans, that wouldn't have done it, even if the Titans won the game. That wouldn't have changed the vibe in the locker room. And while I understand that the offense 
wasn't fantastic. And and maybe you're saying, hey, the vibes still aren't good enough because the offense didn't play well. You could say that, and, and that's understandable, but the Titans are still banged up in skill position positions without Derrick Henry, without A.J. Brown. So with that in mind, the offense just needs to go along. And that kind of brings me to, to my overall point about the game other than the momentum aspect and, and changing the vibes. For me, the, the big thing about this individual game is it was just clean for the Titans. A very conservative game, no doubt. I mean, th- this is your Sunday best right here. You're not ta- you're not going out to the club. You're not taking chances. You're not throwing on the denim on denim look or spiking your hair or getting maybe a, a little highlight in it, throwing in the hoop earrings. No, 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 no. You're just grabbing the, the consistent outfit, the, the conservative outfit, the one that it's not going to make too much noise in the room. And you're headed into church. You're saying your prayers. You're singing your hymns. You're tithing. And you're going to brunch. Okay? Just a real relaxed, through the motions day. And that's exactly what the Titans did today. The defense handled a terrible, terrible team. Eight rushing yards for Jacksonville. Eight rushing yards. Woo! Lord. That is destruction, okay? And a lot of that had to do with Jeffrey Simmons, but you got to give credit to the entire Titans defense, especially the defensive line. But that's how the Titans are going to be led during this period without Derrick Henry, without A.J. Brown, the two real home run hitters, okay? So we could see from Julio Jones, his role in this offense is the Corey Davis role, but hopefully he can make you know a little bit more plays than Corey was able to make down the stretch last year, especially in the playoffs. A.J. Brown still is the home run hitter at wide receiver for the Titans. And, of course, Derrick Henry. Nothing else needs to be said. So, the offense, zero turnovers. Ran for over 100 yards. Two for three in the red zone. I mean, it's just clean. It's how you beat a bad team when you are banged up yourself. And think about it. I talked about A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry. But still, Roger Saffold was in and out of the game. Torrey Carter, the Titans' only fullback that was active for the day, went out during the game. Foreman got a little banged up during the game. They're not going to push Julio too hard with the hamstring. And then you look on the other side of the ball, no Tyre Tart in this game, no David Long in this game, no Jackrabbit Jenkins in this game, still no Bud Dupree in this game, no Chris Jackson still. So, all things considered... just a pretty solid, clean day. And then you want to talk about the defense. You want to talk about the defense for the Titans. Four interceptions, one for Jayon Brown, one for Rashawn Evans. What a play by Jayon Brown in that one-handed interception. Wow, that was incredible. A pick by Fulton down the field. Great tracking the ball, staying in phase with the wide receiver, turning around, making a play. And then Buster Screen. The final interception, a great play by him, and the Titans should have had before the Rashawn Evans interception. Ball don't lie. Rashawn Evans pulled that ball out. Uh, I forget the exact game that it was earlier in the year, maybe the first Colts game, if if I'm not crazy. But uh, Jeffrey Simmons or David Long got a, a personal foul on a quarterback on a hit late in uh, late in the in the play, and the Titans were saying, "Hey, we're playing through the whistle. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle." Then. If you don't want them to get hit. Well, now they're blowing the whistle so early. O'Shaughnessy, I believe, was the tight end with the ball. He was still fighting for yards, and Evans pulled that out. So, uh, Titans could have had five turnovers on the day, but then maybe the interception doesn't happen. Either way, four turnovers, four interceptions for the Titans defense, three sacks. 
The Jags never even got into the red zone for or eight rushing yards. Lawrence only had 220 passing yards, and that was a lot of that was just garbage time stuff, especially at the end of the first half to Marvin Jones. So just a dominant performance for the Titans defense, who they will be led by until the Titans can get some of those studs back. And according to the news over the weekend, the King himself may be back sooner rather than later. So the Titans, magic number now is two. That means any combination of Titans wins or Colts losses that add up to two would clinch the AFC South for the Titans. But the Colts and Patriots play, and I could see it going either way. If if the Patriots lose, the Titans take the number one seed. If the Colts lose, the Titans get even closer to the AFC South Championship. So really it depends on if you think the Titans can still get the number one seed and win the rest of their games down the stretch. If you think they can, then you want the Colts to win because you're not worried about the division. If you think they can't do that, then you want the Pats to win and you're just going to forfeit the number one seed, but you want to get closer and closer to clinching the division. So either way, the Titans are in a great spot. They handled their business, did what they had to do, and came out of the game against the Jags off their bye with a win 20 to nothing. Make sure you check out the full extended 30-minute reaction podcast on the Locked On Titans YouTube channel later on tonight. Make sure you subscribe to the Locked On Titans podcast on whatever platform you do stream. And thank you for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day.